Today we are going to talk about how to be undercover. First step is to not talk about anything. <laughs> Second step is to just be quiet and mind your own business so nobody knows who you are and what you do. Third of all is to make up a fake person so you can be that fake person anytime you have to go out in public. I recommend buying a wig from Amazon for $30. Don't give away all the secrets. <laughs> Jeez. It's so meta. Gonna run us into the ground before we <laughs> get going. That sounds amazing. Yeah, Session sounds two. really good. Hello, this is take two of a two-hour episode. <laughs> makes this my, is the real makes episode. My, makes my 57 sound that like... That other episode was just the fake SM81. episode. Yeah, so I have the real undercover Rubicon here. There she is. There's Rubicon, and undercover is here as well. I'll just do the proximity effect. We go, hi. Really close to the mic. You say, hi, I'm undercover, and I go, hi, I'm Rubicon. And we are undercover, undercover Rubicon. Rubicon. Wow. <laughs> okay, here we go. Hi, I'm Undercover. And I'm Rubicon. Together we are Undercover, Undercover Rubicon. Hi. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Who's a, who am I? Wait, where how did I get here? Wait, where are we? Um Did you guys just abduct me? Wait. What? Welcome to the future. And welcome to the past. At the same like, time? I feel like your voice is in my head. My voice is always in your head. No, Never just, forget it's, that. It's just the blue stripe. Uh, don't give away all the secrets. Okay, sorry. Here we are talking about gear again. Great. jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ruby Khan sounds amazing now. Oh my God. <laughs> Ruby Khan. <laughs> Washington. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I guess we're doing number two right now. Are we? It's really? happening. Oh my Wait goodness. a second. I'm going to have to readjust can, my mic. I'll have to put we? them like six months apart. You should see my how I'm sitting right now. I've, I, I've, I've, I'm a part of the couch now. I feel like you're louder than you were before. It's because I'm really close to the mic. Roll, are you low riding? I am low riding. This you is always how I, low ride my chair. This is how I used <laughs> to drive your grandma's Cadillac. Yeah. That sounds wrong somehow when you say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound weird. This is how I adjusted my seat in the DeVille. Yeah. Hey, Rald, you're too close. You were already verging on too close before. For oh, really? Reason. Yeah. How's that? Is that better? A little better, yeah. He just oh. loves hearing himself talk. Well, you know, so do I. Well, now I'm competing with the blue stripe, so. Yeah, exactly. Well, just split the difference, and I think you're good, because I already turned you down a little. <laughs> how's, how's that? Uh, warmer. How's that? Warmer. Wow, I just sound like a little baby pea pod. Yeah, just get get in close, but yeah, like just it's a it's a fifty seven, so you gotta give it a tiny bit of space, otherwise the capsule literally baby pea moves pod. with your mouth. Check one two. Okay, that's too quiet. Wait, whoa, you changed it a lot. Check one two. That's better. Okay, how's that? That's way better. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so we started watching the Selena. Um, Netflix series. This is banter. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Do I, I don't even. 
care. You don't even care. I'm sure somebody does. No, <laughs> anytime anyone has a conversation, you just have to bring mics in a recorder with you so you can make it a podcast. Exactly. That's what it's like. I mean, it's like, what, I don't have my own friends? I've just got to listen to these people I don't know banter? I love it. Well, eventually you'll get one good one, so... Like, I don't know. I think it's a good idea to just bring it everywhere. Yeah. Your friends might hate you. Just have a mobile rig and... (laughs) I actually have that now. Just set it up, yeah. I do. I do. I need to start, like, going over to have social distance parties with people with, like, 50-foot mic cables and be like, hey, we're recording podcasts. Oh, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. This is a lot better than FaceTime, by the way. Or, like... um, Yes. What's it called? Zoom? Fuck. Way better. Yeah. This actually feels like we're hanging out. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, maybe we'll just start another podcast. It kind of feels like AIM um, Instant Messenger. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I was just talking to someone about that. I I missed that. I was going to mention it in the last episode. Well, now it can be in part two. Hey, Raul, you can eat the mic. You sound way better when you're eating the mic. Yeah. There we go. Okay, good. Yeah, I'll just make sure you're not clipping. Okay. But yeah, if we are going to banter... Should we talk about the Selena show on Netflix? No, because the movie's way better. Well, first of all, like I need some education. If you're gonna go there, you gotta go. You gotta commit. See, here's the funny thing: is did you know anything about Selena either? I know very little. See, about Selena. okay, Becky. I didn't I know, know anything either. She like wasn't she? Was she on Universal? Uh, no, she was on a... I think it was Atlantic. Okay, so she was on a major record label, but she was like the first Latin artist she to was, break well, she on was a major the first, label. She was the first... Latin of, artist they signed? Yes. Very and first she was huge. ever on a major label for their Latin branch. Yes. And she blew up and then she passed. Well, what's crazy... She died. Yeah, that's that's what I know about Selena. That's, that's the, what I know about her too. Yeah. I, I, Until I almost, now, I know I didn't more. say it because I wasn't sure how much... Um, Becca um, knows about I don't know how she died story. but what's annoying is the season the first season left off on a cliffhanger and I didn't know the second season wasn't on Netflix so I was all invested in the show even though we didn't like it at first I just want to know what happens and now I can't look it up because then you know I won't enjoy the show as much Wikipedia <laughs> yeah, I can't ruin it for myself, but it said the new season's not going to come until 2022. It was like the end of Hamilton. I'm like, <gasps> not really. Hamilton. I don't know who that is. No, Hamilton is that play, oh, right? Hamilton, yeah. Yeah. No, I knew what happened because my wife's like, well, how do you know what happened? And I was like, because I saw the Got Milk commercial. <laughs> oh, <Got> my God. <laughs> that just ruined it. <laughs> you can't you can't spoil it. Like, Did I just spoil milk. it? Did I just- <laughs> Did I just spoil I, it for I, you? I honestly don't the even... The milk commercial was spoiled. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. We're so banter... We've so gone down the banter I wagon. Know. That, that Raul isn't even on Raul the same page. <laughs> you lost me. That's what happens when you talk about Selena. Yeah. Well, you know, so, okay, yeah, so she was... She was, I mean, it was a big deal, right? Yeah. She yeah. was like, uh, she was like, you know, the Beyonce of 90s Latin music. But what's crazy is she didn't even speak Spanish. And they started off singing different songs, but the dad was such a momager that he was like, oh, the I think you can get big in Latin music, so you should learn how to sing in Spanish. And so she did. And then Whoa. she wanted to make yeah. an American or an English record but they wouldn't let her 
Whoa. For the longest time. Huh. Then she finally got an Eng- English record. And it that's did, what she always I, wanted to do because she loved 80s music, obviously. I, I think it did better than her, um, than the Spanish music, which is crazy. But huh. yeah. Well, what's weird is I, I first heard, I think I first heard one of Selena's songs at Rawls house and i was like this isn't very good <laughs> well it this was like pretty it bad was very very cookie cutter 90s sounds like dx7 and like you know like Simmons, and she's like twinkle Simmons, twinkle little Simmons star. drum sounds and all that like all <laughs> the yeah all the industry standard stuff of the time and yeah so it is what it is but Anyway, I mean, there did. was some great. Did you ever go back and listen to Paula Abdul? Yeah, yeah oh my gosh. Super good. What, this is also <laughs> copywritten. <laughs> I love. Is it going to be you? I loved that song. Yeah, I mean. And that was that was a cover, wasn't it? Was it? I th- or they covered. I swear that horn like burp, 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 was it's like from so a Casio good. or yeah, something. It was terrible, but it worked, oh, it for the, it worked for the song, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, think of the skill it took to make a Casio sequence sound that good. Musical, yeah. Yeah, that's some talent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the best era of music for sure was the 80s, I think, ever in the history of the world. (laughs) That's a bold statement. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing I love more than 80s music. So, okay, so this is side note, um, not a part of the podcast next time if we do this again all, all all three of us we should all have our laptops in front of us so we can look stuff up i am so glad you didn't do that on my actual show that is so not the format of my show but oh, yeah okay. we could do our own show okay with laptops what you want to like google stuff yeah, as we yeah, talk if we're gonna banter then we might as well do it right well apparently this emperor, this episode is titled banter yeah <laughs> <laughs> we might as well do do it like the uh, you know FM radio way. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I don't know if we kept this in the first version of the episode, but I was talking about how much I hate when podcasts banter. Mm-hmm. I can't stand it. So that's what we're going to do this entire episode. Well, we bantered a lot in the last one too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. So okay. So we talked about Selena, and then we were going to talk about. Um, well, shoot, you know what I was thinking about was um, speaking of artists who died that were talented. Um, I did an, I did a music video, me and dad, with Aaliyah. Oh, wow. Yeah. How, what, which one was it? I don't exactly remember. Wait, she died? Yeah, she died on her flight back from one of her major videos from the Caribbean. Wow. Her and her crew... Um, yeah, they all they all died in a plane crash. That's an occupational hazard when you're touring, mm-hmm. like. flying a lot, driving a lot. Uh-huh. There was this really good um, new indie band a couple of years ago called Hers, and I had no idea up until recently that they died in a car accident on tour. Wow! And it sucks because <laughs> they have really good music, yeah, and they, they I do. was wanting to hear more from them, and then I found out. There was no way, you know? It was really sad to find out. And that's where if the band is big enough, then someone who knows them, like, finds some tapes or demos Yeah, and releases old stuff. Yeah, like, I feel like that's always an amazing thing when that happens. It, like, keeps their legacy going. Yeah. I heard that, um, not because he's not dead, but um, the composer... Dang it. I Me and names. (laughs) The composer who was the lead singer for Oingo Boingo... 
Oh, Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. I heard an interview with him where he was talking about going through all of his old tapes from like 20, 25 years ago. It's weird to go through old stuff because you don't remember that you wrote something and then you listen back and you're like, oh my gosh, I wrote this? Like what? Well, see, I have like a phonographic memory. So I remember everything that I wrote. I mean, I maybe didn't remember that I did it, but once I hear it, it brings me completely back. I even remember like almost not not quite to the degree of what I was wearing, but I remember almost like what it smelled like, you mm-hmm. know, kind of thing. Like, Interesting. Yeah, it's so weird. So, but Wait, it so would be what were fun. you talking about with Danny Elfman? Well, so he he was talking about like how weird it was to go back through all of his demo tapes and mm. old projects that he did when he was young. And like archive them and like okay. try and go through and be the librarian of his own oeuvre. Mm-hmm. It was kind of interesting. That's cool. Yeah. I love listening to old stuff. Like yeah, I, it's really interesting. I have this G5 uh, pre-Intel um, um, computer that is at my parents' house. It's still there. And every once in a while, I'll just like look up old stuff and like it barely works but it's it works just enough to like play old logic sessions like from logic 8 that's the cool, cool thing about that is you can always elaborate on an older song you know mm-hmm. you can make your old demo into a full song yeah for record i did in high school in cubase for windows 98 oh wow and i my wife gave me one of her old computers because she didn't want it and she's like you want this and i was like yeah and at some point i intended to install windows 98 on it and just install cubase and that version so i could open the files from my psyquest drive mm-hmm. and pull up the project and i never have yeah. like and i think the thing that would kill it is that that version of cubase had a dongle oh that went in the printer port and i don't know if i know where it is isn't it sad when technology advances so much and so quickly that you can't you can't listen to old things or you can't do things that you you know you had before because it's hard to find like that dongle or like yeah anything like that is just so frustrating right well and i i think about that all the time like i i i want to get a tape backup drive for all my own projects because LTO tape, you can actually go backward in versions. So, like, if you had an LTO 1 and they're up to LTO 8 now, like, you can still stick the tape in a new drive and it'll still read the files. That's really cool. And so it doesn't matter if we're not using SCSI anymore. You can still stick a tape in a new drive and get it off of, like, I don't know, whatever the newest thing is, right? Mm -hmm. USB-C or whatever. Yeah. Um, So that's incredible to me. Like, and... I kind of wish I had a backup like that because we've had some pretty gnarly fires Mm -hmm. here. And like the first time we had a huge one roll through and it was like literally going to burn the place down. I was like, I grabbed all my keyboards, all my microphones, my computers. I grabbed my board. I grabbed everything I could grab. And then that happened like three more times. And the last one, I was just like, Meh. Yeah, Master you tapes. Don't have the hard en- drive energy for it. A yeah. uh, couple valuable microphones that would be, you know, like hard to replace financially, and mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because. Yep, I feel like at a certain point, there's only so much you can do. Like it's kind of redundant to, you know, pull everything out if you know. If it a keeps happening, fifty percent chance that it you know won't burn down or or that it will. Mm sucks but you know 
if it can be replaced, then it is what it is. I don't know. Like, I think the sentimental value on some of like my very first microphones, mm-hmm. like in the my very first keyboard, I think it would be really sad to lose those. That would suck. Yeah. I know friends who sold their first keyboards, mm-hmm. and like you know, like in that moment when you're like just out of college and you you need like a hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> And you set you all okay. This is an old keyboard, no, you know. And you sell it, and then you just like, why did I do that? Like, or you're Michael Bernard and have been collecting synths and keyboards since the '70s, and <laughs> literally has an entire uh, arsenal of amazing keyboards that are no longer around. Mm. You, I, I, we should go there one day when all this Corona stuff calms down. We should. We should do stuff. We should definitely do stuff. I mean, we know people. We do know we people. We should do stuff. Like, why the hell aren't we doing, like, really big stuff? I mean, I have a whole list of people um, that I want to have on a podcast that I never pursued. And um, this might be a good time to do... Well, I mean, not now. It would be... Like, no, it would be a fantastic time because everybody's sitting around not working. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people do podcast stuff remotely. It's not as fun. It's not as fun. It's yeah, much like better this, this is this is not even in the same room, and it's fun. <laughs> I know that's what I've been missing. I've been doing everything on ZenCaster um, for the last six months, and it's been like, it's been cool. I actually like the fact that there's no video. It makes what, it a lot. What's more like ZenCaster? This. It's a software that lets you do remote podcasting, but they save the wave files at the end. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's still pretty cool, but you're still kind of on a. a VoIP connection at first and it's still a little delayed. I mean, this is way cooler. You can go the extra step and have like a FaceTime going or something. Uh, You can. Yeah. But like a, I actually think it's better. Like people keep saying like, you should make this podcast a video podcast. And I said, no, because once you put a video camera on someone, they just kind of freeze up, put up a facade. I think they act differently. uh, They do. Yeah. And I mean, you could do it. It can be done. And don't get me wrong. There are podcasts that do it all the time. But I mean, there's something to me about getting someone in the in the studio room and getting everybody comfortable. Like I have artists that like, should I dress up for the studio? And I'm like, no, wear something really comfortable. Mm-hmm. Something you just love to be in. And my don't, studio. We don't care. My studio outfit was so funny when it was, when we first started recording and it was raining a ton and it was cold and we were quarantined. I was wearing sweatpants with docks platform docks and then a a furry jacket (laughs) (laughs) and oh my god it was so funny looking but it was super comfortable yeah i don't know i just i I don't think much about my clothing on the daily so you dress like a roadie all year long (laughs) it's (laughs) it's so sad but it's true I've, I've graduated from cargo pants though so that's good well it, the funny thing is is that or cargo shorts i mean apparently i'm not very visual <laughs> and so i'll walk downstairs and my wife will just stop in her tracks it'll be like a needle scratching across the rag and she'll be like wait no stop and she'll <laughs> cover her eyes that. and be like i can't look at you go change your clothes <laughs> it's like a tommy I do, I do the shirt. same thing to roll sometimes <laughs> Sometimes I'm just like, oh my God, no, <laughs> don't wear that. <laughs> yeah, but supposedly that's another ENFP thing is like dressing just however the hell you want. Yeah, if I could wear like, Tommy Bahama shirts all the time, I probably would. I but. want a mohawk 
and I a think unicorn that's... t-shirt, <laughs> flip-flops, and some zebra leggings. Maybe yeah. that's why you didn't think I was an ENFP at first, <laughs> because I really care majority of the time about what I'm wearing. Yeah, I think, you know, I think you've like, you've gotten more outgoing too. I think when you were in high school and junior high school and there was a lot of pressure socially, mm-hmm. you were a lot more introverted and then you kind of like now you're like I don't give a shit and you're like much more uh, out loud about yourself and I think that's that's how I can tell you're an ENFP now like Yeah, I think at a certain point I think for most people they just realize that it's annoying trying to please everybody. So it is annoying. Yeah, you might as well just be yourself and if they don't like it then fuck them. Honey badger don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's the thing, too, is it's like I actually used to test as um, INFJ. And which is. Yeah, you used to tell me that you were an INFJ. Well, and so I think it was because that was me like. When you were younger. Well, not be that was me not being myself. That was Mm. me being super self-conscious. And answering in a in a reserved way. Yeah. I mean, I think that a large part of my own natural personality, which feels so natural to me now, like didn't come out with all the pressure Mm -hmm. on it. So it's like almost made me, forced me into this mold that I didn't belong in. We've talked about this before. It's weird how um, most schools make kids do things a certain way. Yeah. And it kind of pushes the creativity out of them. Yeah. So you can't really truly be yourself because you're taught your whole life to sit still and cross your hands and raise your hand and don't talk. And Well, see, that was the weird thing about me is that I, uh, I'm i free spirited. But at the same time, I'm also like I grew up as a kid, like really being interested in like what other people thought. Like I wanted to do and then good following job. the rules. I wanted to do a good job. So if you told me sit up straight fold your hands i'd be like i wanted to be the best sit-up straighter and fold your hands or <laughs> ever possible and it's like so taking that's a little a, bit of competitiveness coming it's out it's <laughs> taken a long time for me to even like be able to use improper english on purpose yeah like i just did because you know i like i did i i really had high expectations for myself and i don't know where that came from other than school obviously mm-hmm. but Maybe even like religion, like this idea of like, you know, God is watching mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to do good. Yeah. It all is a part of the same thing. The same system. Yeah. yeah. The same control. Mm-hmm. The same yeah. construct. Yeah. And that's what's so interesting about it is there's so many different ways that society tries to put you into a box. Mm-hmm. And but- you think you separate yourself from it, but you can't, you know, there's so many different things. I think that's part of the reason why I was so happy to be done with high school. Like, I I didn't finish high school. I dropped out my senior year. Um, I dropped out the last month of my senior year, second semester. And I was like, I, I wasn't doing well. I was like so far behind on credits. And I was like, you know what? I don't even, I, don't, I really, really don't even enjoy my time here. I'm just not going to do this. Whoa. So that week I went and got my GED and I, that's what I did. And I, I did not know I that was, you dropped out of I was school. so done with school at that point. Yeah. And I was just like, that's what I did. And yeah, um, I got my GED. It was whatever. I never had to show it anyway. But um, yeah, that's, 
that was my high school story. Well, so how many months were you from finishing? Uh, I mean, I would have had to go another half a semester to, I was like 180 credits behind. So close. <laughs> so far away. So yeah. I, I honestly, I wasn't sad about it. I was, wow. I was relieved. I was like, <laughs> I was so glad. Like, see again, Rawls just like my mom. Like, mom was like, you know, running down the graduation aisle, being like, "Yes, I'm out of prison. I don't Mm -hmm. have to be here anymore." I have this reoccurring nightmare that I know it happens because I did something similar to Rawl, where I went to like a very traditional private school, and then my last two years of high school, I finished at an independent study. Right. So I was doing all my schoolwork at home, and then I'd go in twice a week and take a test. And Mm -hmm. I got done with uh, two years of school in one year. And so that, for me, I didn't have a graduation or anything I could have, but I decided not to because I didn't care. And so not actually, like, having a physical graduation, I think somehow subconsciously makes me have these nightmares that I never actually finished school. And so <laughs> I have these dreams where I get a call from my old school saying like, hey, like you never actually finished. So you have to come back. And like, I'm literally an adult in I high school. have those dreams too. It's oh, the wow. worst. I have those dreams where like all of a sudden I'm like the age I am now or whatever. In but high I'm school. Back in and high your school. senior year. And like, like, oh yeah, there's these things you didn't finish and you've got another year or two. And I'm just like. Exactly. And it's no! the worst. <laughs> I cannot relate to that at all. It's the worst nightmare ever because, like, it feels so real. I know. It's terrifying. I left so terrifying. I left that part of my life in the past. (laughs) I don't know. Apparently, there's some unfinished business there for me. Yeah, Yeah, well, that means in our our next life, we're probably going to end up in high school, which sucks. (laughs) Oh, man. I like the thought of going back to, like, a... Like, like school. T- I, I like the thought of taking a couple classes at like a community college for fun. That's right. Yeah, I would go to college, but not do any of the homework and just audit yeah. Classes. Well, you know what's funny yeah. is mom also did that. Went back to community college and took like photography and stuff like that. See, that That's sounds true. that sounds really fun to me. Yeah. See, I just signed up for master class. Oh, nice. And Tep's like, why would you just watch that? Just because <laughs> I'm like, because 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 it's amazing. We should, we should watch them together. Oh my gosh, I Alicia Keys. Oh, cool. Was so good. Um, oh, Saint Vincent. Saint Vincent and dude, Rawl Timberland. Timberland, oh, Timberland was fucking you know, I, inspiring. I, I, I saw, I saw his um, his masterclass sponsored ad on Instagram. Yeah, and I really want to watch it. Yeah, dude, we can hook it up. There's a Roku app for it, so we'll have to come over after quarantine and we'll uh, watch it. That'd be cool. That would be amazing. That, and we'll watch Echoes of the Canyon. <laughs> does uh, Dave Grohl have a masterclass? No, I, but are he you sure should. he didn't? Tom Morello does. I know he does. Yeah, Tom Morello does. Um, gosh, there's um. Hans Zimmer. What other music? There's a lot of music ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dead it's Mouse not, it's and not Armin just Van Buren. Me- it's and- not just music? No, dude. It's like they have uh, like Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney. Ooh. They have- I didn't know that. I thought it was just music. They have Neil Gaiman, the author. Hmm. They have like Cooking People- um, they, I'm Caleb so it's and I, like... my son and I are watching, uh, Scott Hedfeld, the astronaut. 
mm-hmm. which is incredible. That's cool. It's kind of like um, it's not ShareGrid. What's the other one? Um, the other one you can do classes on, like Linda or is it Linda or it's the one that a lot of people would talk about before a master class. Oh, no. Now I'm doing what you do with names. I know. I could try and like reference Angelina Jolie in a conversation. I'll like draw forget a blank her, on name, her name, and then you'll remember and then once I'll be you like, get in you the know, car. When she's married to that guy. He's also a famous actor, and everybody <laughs> wants to marry him. But like, <laughs> uh, what's his name? But like, Jennifer Aniston dated him once. But guess and... what? They're not even together anymore. What? No. Brangelina's not together. No. <laughs> <sighs> they got divorced like a few years ago. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like, that was my favorite celebrity marriage. Oh my gosh. They will always be Brangelated. <laughs> oh my gosh, the Brad Pitt story with mom. Wait, what? So like, I, I hate to tell mom stories, but we kind of got it because people want to know. Yeah. Like, so like, do you remember when like mom was working on the, she was doubling Angelina Jolie uh, oh, for yeah. stunts and she was driving that minivan backwards, which was crazy and awesome. And, um, so apparently one of the scenes like Brad Pitt had to be in the car, which is not usually the actor. It's usually the stunt double. Right. So yeah. he gets in the car and, you know, is like, you know, he's like, hey, I'm Brad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Brad, I'm Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's funny. She just said it was kind of surreal, you know, like. <laughs> but yeah, celeb stories, man. That's funny. We should have your mom on an episode one day. I've been waiting for the right time. Okay. Like, have I, you have you thrown it out there though? You know, I haven't because um, I don't want mom to freak out about it because mm-hmm. I know it's like you know she thinks really hard about what she would say, and I don't like that on my show. Like, I want mm-hmm. I want to draw her out in a way where I, we can actually talk pretty candidly and get into some stuff that she's not used to talking about yeah because she usually has her routine yeah because she's done a lot of press and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. i mean that's the thing that i think about like if i interviewed someone like tom york if i had a dream list of guests if i get ever get this show somewhere big and i have bigger guests it's like i don't want to just cover the things that you can hear in an interview you know i want to talk about life and process and like Mm -hmm. you know get under the hood a little bit about what people really like and what really they have to share with the world like who are you like you know yeah. what is how do you see things how do you what do you think what do you believe about life and you know like how have you like kind of those like hidden stories behind things um that you know i mean like i'm sure if someone interviewed me they'd be like well duh you you know you are who you are because you grew up with like famous stunt movie parents and that obviously shaped you mm-hmm. and, like i I guess I paid, played with Pierce Brosnan's kids, yeah. you know, in Malta um, <laughs> when I was little. And, you know, somehow that did kind of rub off on me and did change how I look at things and what I see as possible in my life. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think I just take that for granted. I don't like to talk about that because I'm in music. And so that's what I talk about with yeah. people. But um, it does. It translates like, you know, that, that movie skill set that you that you learn being on set. You know, it's something you always carry with you. It's like my friend, um, my friend was on the freeway and someone stalled in the fast lane under an overpass um, in the fat like 
and they were literally going to get rear-ended. Yeah. And so my friend like went into movie mode and he just took his car and like backed up and slowed down every car that came to them until he could get them off the side of the oh road. Oh my God, oh, wow. that's crazy. And, you know, I mean, we were laughing about it because we're going, okay, for most people, first of all, most people would never think of doing that. Mm-hmm. Second of all, most people would panic or be afraid of dying where it's like we go into a situation like that. We're like, okay, what are all the variables? Let's go around. Okay, let's take care of this. Let's take care of that. And you just you get think in this so fast. zone <laughs> of like, yeah, like we're so used to the chaos of the movie set that it's just ingrained in us like you know we we grew up around unusual things i've been around a lot of explosions mm-hmm. yeah. and tons of guns and things like that and it just becomes well okay today you know they're they're gonna blow up this car and you know you're gonna be this far away and here's some hearing protection and you know we want to make sure that this is the what this is the protocol if this happens and blah 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 it just makes you think different yeah yeah it's like for most people when they go on the back lot tour at Universal Studios, they're like, whoa, this is insane. And as a kid, when we'd go on the back lot tour, I was just like sitting there, like just looking at things like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you know what was so mm-hmm. weird <laughs> is when I was doing music videos with dad, when I was like your age, um, like what was the weirdest thing was you'd be working on the Universal back lot and you'd be walking to lunch or whatever. And there would go a tour bus. And all these people are looking at you like, whoa, who who's is that? that important person? <laughs> yeah. And it felt like being in a fishbowl. Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. Like, I mean, it was it was cool weird, but it was weird weird at the same mm-hmm. time. Like, oh, wow. Like, people really want my life right now. Like, yeah. What's in, you know, I'm not important. I'm mm-hmm. just, you know, carrying a radio and, <laughs> you know, some carabiners. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Imposter yeah. syndrome. I remember there was this one time I was on the Universal backlot and um, I was just delivering some equipment to like, I don't know, one of the sets. And um, I I was, I think I was walking close enough to the um, the tour, um, the tour, bu- not tour bus, whatever it is, the tour train. And um, the the last car was going by and, uh, you know, the, the, the guy was giving the spiel over the intercom and I was just like, it's all a lie. And the, the whole <laughs> back cart started laughing there. They just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and that, that's my backlot story at Universal. Well, it is. It's all make believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was you pretty know. funny. And that's the thing is like, you know, the weirdest thing was working on a, well, not working on, I went to visit mom on a TV show and she walks up to me. She's like, hi, Steve. And I didn't recognize her (laughs) because she had some like brown wig on and like the makeup was different. And I, it took me a second. I was like, oh, mom, (laughs) (laughs) it's so weird. And you just get used to it. You know, you just get, oh yeah, this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. You know? But yeah, I feel like, I don't know, it's kind of interesting because at a certain point, you just, you're so casual about everything, even though it's so, it's so impressive to most people and it's so interesting to most people. Like when people ask me like about anything about what mom and dad have done in the movies and stuff like that, I don't really know what to tell them. Because it just seems so normal to me and I mm-hmm. I tune it out because it's my like day-to-day life. But like, I don't know. Raul remembers everything. I was going to say it's funny because like a lot of the times I know like way more than, than Becca does because like I... I pay attention. I ask questions and yada yada. But um, yeah. It's, but for it's, me, it's like, oh it's yeah, a funny they're, dynamic. they're going to work. Okay, bye. See, at some point, I stopped remembering what they were working on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, it was just like, 
I think it was after I had worked in the business for 10 years and I didn't care. And then it was just like, hey, what's your mom working on? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I think she told me. That's like, funny. Did she tell me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's what makes me interested in, in music is because like, I don't want to have to work on set. Even when we decide we're going to do a music video, it's just us two. And I'm just like, oh my God, I have to get dressed up and I have to do my <laughs> I have to do my makeup and then like halfway through the like shooting and I'm like oh my gosh I just want to go to sleep I want to watch Netflix or something <laughs> okay how amazing has social distancing been it's been really nice oh, I enjoy it M-G. I don't think I, I don't do well with it yeah Rawls not enjoying it see like because I love being around people well, I like being around people. I need to recharge my battery. Only certain people. Well, yeah, definitely like, certain people, but like I strive off of being around people. Yeah. I mean, socially I do, like like mentally I do, but the thing is is like if I'm like in public and someone stands in my space, mm-hmm. like it bothers me. Like I am so sensitive to people's energy. Mm-hmm. And so like now all of a sudden there was this thing that was like, you have to stay six feet away from me. And yeah. I'm like, this is glorious. Yeah, because you always had those people who would randomly get way too close to you. And you're like, why are you standing so close to me? Yeah. Get away from me. And, you know, I mean, also because I'm kind of a germaphobe. So it was like, you know, someone would be sniffling next to you in line and they'd be like right up next to you. And you're like, ew. And you kind of step away and then mm-hmm. they kind of come up closer and you're like, no. <laughs> what I liked about a, the certain there was like a certain point in quarantine where you had been quarantined long enough where it was OK to see your closest friends. So yeah. that's what I enjoyed is that I got to see a handful of people that we knew were also being careful and we didn't have to go hang out with people that like we weren't used to hanging out with or like, you know, mm. we're like, Oh, we got to hang out. Like we got to, you know, go to dinner. Like I don't like that kind of thing. <laughs> like I like hanging out with people that I know I could be myself around. You know what I'm loving? What? Nobody's inviting me to a concert at 11 PM oh, in Santa yeah. Monica. That's so funny. It's yeah. so amazing. What's funny about that is like, I never wanted to go to that kind of thing, but when I would actually go and force myself to go out, I would have fun. Well, that's same. So much so. Like, I'd be like dreading getting out the door. Mm-hmm. Like, getting force ready. Force myself to go. And then the moment I got on the freeway and I turn on music, mm-hmm. I'd you're be like, like, okay, tonight's a good Whoa, night. Oh, <laughs> I feel amazing. This is going to be so much fun. I think one night I ended up going to three concerts in a row. Oh, wow. Because oh, wow. I literally had four invitations and I could make three <laughs> of three them. them yeah. yeah. And it was one of the most amazing nights. That's awesome. I'll never forget. And like, I think I actually got a ton of gigs out of that because nice. it was like this one, you know, after the other, after another, you mm-hmm. know, like, and some of the people actually knew each other from this other gig so like i got like double duty out of one of the gigs because there were people i knew playing at that show that i didn't know were playing Mm -hmm. so that was incredible that's cool but i mean that's the thing about living in la is that you know people might not know this is is so spread out a lot of times if you get invited to a show it's not close you like don't even want to deal with it well another funny thing about la is it's so big but also it's small at the same time like you end up everyone kind of ends up knowing each other at a certain point and you plan everything around traffic. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> 
you're like, wait, if I take the two to the to the one hundred one to the one thirty four to the one seventy to the five, that might be a l- five minutes faster than <laughs> just taking the two. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and it's true because you know traffic will. You can have a forty five minute drive, or you can have a two hour drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. <laughs> It's pretty uh, crazy. Yeah. Now all the bathrooms are closed. Oh, that's the worst. That was hard in the first place. Like that was hard hard before COVID and now it's even harder. Yeah. Yeah. Traveling last week sucked with the bathroom situation. Yeah. You go to a gas station and I told Rawl, I was like, gas stations are the only place for people to go to the bathroom on a road trip majority of the time. And they're closing them just for the hell of it. They closed, yeah, in San Bernardino County. Went to a gas station. They had the bath- bathroom all like walled off. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think we probably went to the same one. <laughs> well, the person, the person, because she saw I had my little boy with with me, and she was like, "You can go." Oh, oh that's nice. good. I was like, "Oh, thank you." Yeah. Huh. Because otherwise, I don't know where I would have peed. I would have gotten arrested for peeing yeah. in public. For peeing in the middle of the desert? When yeah. we, we brought Pom Pom home because mom and dad needed us to. And oh my gosh, it was the worst that we got to take him out to pee, but we couldn't pee. Yeah. How fucked up is that? That, that like, sucks. A natural bodily function is illegal. Yep. Yeah. And you can't do it outside. And you have to go spend money somewhere at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like bum off some like restaurant to even go potty yeah yep. <laughs> this <pretty> conversation <laughs> fight the power uh, just pee outside <laughs> doesn't matter if you get arrested well and then Rawl knows what i'm talking about then you had the friends who at these late night gigs would you just get so drunk that they would pee on the sidewalk oh and you're yeah like, oh no i hope <laughs> cops don't walk by and arrest all of us that's <laughs> literally what Rawl does <laughs> <laughs> I try not to, but... No, he doesn't try not to. <laughs> any any opportunity he gets to pee outside, he will. It's kind of nice. He uh, just does it for fun. It's uh, kind of... I don't know. I mean, it's one thing to be like out in nature. It's another thing to be like downtown. I mean, I don't, I don't think I'd do it downtown. You know what? It sucks being a girl. <laughs> <laughs> it seriously See, does. that's what's really going on. Yeah. She's just jealous. jealous. <laughs> Well, a lot of the times I have to pee and you can just go pee wherever you want. I just want to note that if this were an online thing, instead of us being in different rooms with this uh, like analog technology, we would have said the same thing at slightly different times. Just oh, now. true. Yep. Because this is this is all in real time, and it would have like you know somebody would have echoed over someone else, and it, the the gating would have cut S- them off. Yeah. See that 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 makes it not as fun. Not as fun. Yeah, it's, this is like I hate listening to old, the delay. This is old on like, podcasts. Like we're we're having to like mind each other's stops and and goes and not talk over each other. I'm watching your video on like real closed circuit video. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's analog. Mm-hmm. This is cool. It's so cool. But yeah, what were you talking about? Peeing. Bathroom breaks. <laughs> Speaking of peeing, I have to pee and I'm freezing. And I'm really I'm hungry. So, and we're starving. No. <laughs> You're like, no, I don't want it to end. <laughs> no, it can't end. We this should do a mukbang. A uh, what? A mukbang. Oh, we should go get food and then eat the food and talk about the food. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people do on YouTube. It's called a mukbang. They've- I want to start a band called Pictures of Food. Pictures of Food? <laughs> I never understand why people take pictures of their own food. Oh. So I definitely don't want to do a mukbang. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Go pee. 
Okay. Go pee. He's like, go pee, but you can't eat. But what time is it? Nine. I'm so hungry. Oh, man. We had a bagel today. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that was at like two o'clock. Oh, man. Well, we got to end it then somehow because I think this is a good bonus episode. Okay. Um, Well. Don't pee in my studio. I will not. (laughs) I will not do that. (laughs) I have friends who have done stuff like that and Uh, it is so embarrassing. In a studio? Not in a studio, (laughs) but like have like... I'm not. Let's just stop talking about. You talk about landlord problems. I mean, owning You're a like, studio. You're like this is confidential is, information. Dude, one time the bassist brought his uh, his SVT rig, mm-hmm. like you know, an eight by ten, and and dude, he had cats. He had like twelve cats. No, and it's it, it smelled like cat of pee. Cat pee I've for like, known the somebody. The room smelled like cat pee for like eight weeks. Uh, I've known somebody whose gear smelled like cat pee, and it was a similar uh. situation. It's so bad. It's terrible. Or yeah. cigarettes. That's also Gross. bad. Yeah. See, that's. I feel like one of the the hazards of owning a studio is like you know, if you just if you're not careful, like someone can ruin it for everybody. Like, yeah, it's like that studio we went to for vocal recording. Oh, it smelled oh. so bad. It's like they allow you to smoke um, weed, but not cigarettes in in studio. So it's just like no matter what they do, they can't get the smell out, and mm. your clothes reek when you're done with an eight hour, or six hour, eight hour session. It's terrible. Yeah, see, that's one of the things I appreciate is like having my own space is mm-hmm. that I'm pretty sensitive to that stuff. So it's like the not having the smells. I don't know how the big studios don't reek more th- than they do. Like it's just interns cleaning them constantly. <laughs> it's crazy. Like I've been in like dropped off gear at sessions at like um, like the record plant or whatever and it's just blazed out and it's like (laughs) how do they get that smell out yeah Yeah. actually at the record plant the studio manager smokes cigarettes inside at his desk like like old school old school like dude that used to happen all the time when i was a kid they used to walk into a restaurant they'd say smoking or non that's crazy to me i know but i mean there's still places in the country where that's still a thing really oh yeah yeah Oh, yeah. Oh, God, Vegas. God, when you leave, your throat just hurts from all the smoke you've inhaled. Yeah. Yeah. It's just terrible. Hi, my name is Rebecca. (laughs) I love to gamble. (laughs) And I love Virginia Slims. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. We stayed at the Sahara. Do you Mm. remember that, Rebecca? We stayed at a lot of places in Do Vegas. Do you remember when mom and dad did the motorcycle clinic and we stayed? They had a roller coaster at the Yeah, casino. I remember that. So it was like across the street from the stratosphere, which is like the worst part of Vegas. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It was such a like, not great hotel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I I remember how terrible that hotel was. It was super terrible. And you were like six. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Raul on the way to Vegas, we talked about how Vegas is like definitely not a place where you should travel with your kids. <laughs> Vegas has cleaned up a lot too. It has actually. Back then, oh my God, it was terrible. And even worse before that. Like, yeah, before I was there. Yeah, but no, it was pretty bad then. Like especially North North Strip. I mean, the North of the Strip is still bad, but yeah, it's... And then, you know, what was cool was I had a friend who lived in Vegas who was local and he would... Uh, 
he'd take me to concerts and he knew all the back ways in. So he's like, mm. you know, okay, so you go up to the second floor of this, you know, parking structure at, uh, you know, the um, Bellagio. And then you, and then you walk down the stairs, you go here and you cut. So instead of getting lost in the maze of oh, slot machines, awesome. you walk straight into Hard Rock Cafe. Oh, that's and then cool. it was awesome. Yeah. And then the rest of the time I was there, I was like, way off the strip mm-hmm. and Summerlin oh, staying so- at his house and swimming in his dad's pool. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Something cool that we watched, it was about the killers and the killers are actually from Vegas and they talked about that whole type of... I'm coming out of my cave <laughs> You, like, they talked about kind of what you just talked about, like how, how different it was and how cool it was growing up in Vegas. If you're a local, it's a lot cooler. Yeah, um, that's what it yeah. seemed like. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're not a local, you could spend half an hour trying to go one mile Mm-hmm. on the strip because you're caught in traffic if you're a local you're just like nope go this way go that way go that way. Oh, we're here mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean it's just, you know it's kind of the same here too yeah i suppose except ways ru- ways ruined everything mm-hmm. oh yeah it's like oh man like it pisses me off now like that things get so crowded that like little residential streets that no one should ever be on it's rush hour in a residential street yeah it's terrible <laughs> yeah but you can't even like you can't even use ways now because if you're going anywhere like it like will take you the on and off the way. freeway. It wa- like it wants you to cross Santa Monica Boulevard at four o'clock. That's right. Yeah, like <laughs> it's like no, we're never making that left turn <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, ever. It's scary sometimes. <laughs> you might as well just jump out of the car and die. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Have a better chance of just, making it. Just park. Yeah. Yeah. Waze has made me do a, a lot of questionable things. <laughs> I was a Lyft driver for a minute. Mm-hmm. And they made us use ways, and there was a couple times where it was like really sketch. And yeah, like, I bet. <laughs> yeah, they or just like, like want you to be a dangerous driver. Yeah. Michael Scott drive you right into. That was not ways. Oh, uh, well, it was GPS. That was like an old school. It was like like, 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 a, like a Tom Tom or something. Hey, I remember Thomas guides. <laughs> me too. My dad taught me how to use a Thomas guide when See, I was like See, Rebecca seven. probably doesn't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Thomas guide? It's a map. It's a book. With the spiral spine. And oh, you, yeah. Mom you, and dad tried to teach me how to use that, and I didn't care. You're like, this is bullshit. <laughs> well, yeah. It's this funny, is crap. Because I actually just didn't care, and it turned out to be completely obsolete. So. Yeah, like the, the, yeah, it's a skill you will never ever use again. Yeah, what's funny is my dad. Um, when he still had his um Chevy pickup, he still had one under the back seat. Amazing. Yeah, and actually, our dad I'm had sure one dad under his one. pickup truck. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Thomas guides were like the only way to get around, and when you you would get a beeper, you would get a page on your beeper. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to, you'd have to stop and go find a payphone pay somewhere, and mm-hmm. hopefully, hope to God you had quarters, <laughs> because if you didn't, you'd have to go make change. That's like being in Glendale, hoping to God you have quarters because to they park? won't, yeah, because they won't take card. Yeah. Oh, and then I hate that. Pasadena actually doesn't have an option for quarters or card. You have to download an app specifically to park in pasadena it's not an all-around parking app it's like a specific app for pasadena there was one other place i went to that was like that and i was like come on i have to download another app and make another account it's just so they can track you I guess so. They can, you know, in the EULA, it's like, and we can read all your phone data and skim your contacts. The weird thing about that app is I was like, oh, this is cool. You can add time while you're away. 
And I was like, oh, maybe the, I was like, maybe this is worth it. But then I tried to add time. I tried to add time to the meter and it didn't let me. So there was literally no reason for the app. Yeah, that's super lame. I mean, I am glad that you can pay credit card on uh, most meters now. Mm -hmm. That is actually a game changer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and do you remember all like gigging and then you'd have to park in a meter? Yeah. And you're like looking at all the signs like crazy just to go, okay, did I miss a sign? Are you sure it's after eight? Like, okay. Yeah, like, like Hollywood and downtown LA is the worst. It's like you're looking at a pole that has 10 signs on it and you're like, <laughs> I don't know what these signs are telling me. It's like you can't park here, but you can park there if it's a certain time or certain day. It's really but confusing. there's going to be street sweeping two hours later. Yep. And it's like, yeah, you just... it's And yeah, you get your car towed and all your gear stolen. And I got my car towed once and it sucked. Oh, they, you know what they do is they tow your car. They don't even tow it nearby wherever you got towed from. They tow it to like South Central. It's like the LA City tow yard or whatever. It's like the. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Dude, that was the weirdest thing. Like, I, I did. That was, I think, one of the few times I've been to South Central was because I had my car towed. <laughs> <laughs> it was That's so bad. Effed up. It uh, was, yeah. And then you got those people who work behind the desk or the behind the window are the worst. They don't care. They do not care. Honey badger don't give a shit. <laughs> Honey badger. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, you know, we haven't had to deal with any of that. Like no, that. I was just thinking, like, it's been nice. It's so like, nice. I used to be stressed out all the time. Like, I didn't even realize how stressed out I was. Living in LA is stressful. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Well, the first few months of quarantine... I, when I started to get used to staying in, I kind of felt like I wanted to move to a small town or like out in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) Like I actually wanted to do that for the first time ever. Yeah. Like to the mountains or. We used to go crazy living here too, because you'd be like, you know, ah, there's no people. Uh, I remember that's how I felt when I lived here. It Mm -hmm. was like. It was hard because, like, it was hard to meet anybody. Like, you mm-hmm. just live so isolated. And now it's like, oh, this is amazing. But uh, here's what's different. Like, now we have Facebook and shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, before you couldn't you really talk to anyone on the internet. Know what people are doing enough to know when to hit them up and say, hey, I kind of feel like doing something. We're mm-hmm. like, that wasn't a thing. I remember when I was in my early 20s, like, wishing something like MySpace existed. Yeah. Like looking on the internet saying, okay, does anyone else have a blog? Mm-hmm. Like, and of course that was before really blogs, but like, you know, they didn't call it blog yet. Um, yeah. So it was a different world and we were on AIM. Mm-hmm. That's what we were doing. That was the best. Bling. And then the bots took it over. <sighs> that ruined it. it. Sucks. It sucked. Yeah. But Raw has to pee. I'm also cold and, hung- and, and hungry. <laughs> you're like, you're complaining that you're hot when you come when you come in. I know, but now it's, we've on. been sitting in this sofa for a couple see, hours. See, now do you see why I said fan? Free, it's freezing in here. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said fan. He's cold, hungry, and he has to pee. That reminds me of school. <laughs> <laughs> nope, can't get up. Uh, yeah, no. You can't have You should have pass. gone at recess. We were talking about this the other day, and like... It should um, be illegal. And public school in the valley was a totally different vibe. It's like if you if you had to get up, you just and your teacher said no, you would go anyway. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, public school in the valley. This is like LA, LAUSD is legendary. It's is it was like the Wild West. <laughs> that was reminds me of a, a movie that mom worked on called Class of 1999, mm. which is actually the year I graduated from high school, by the way, <laughs> ironically. <laughs> but yeah, no, like the teachers were robots, and all the kids were like they all had switchblades, and they were all punks. And oh my oh, god, that's pretty cool. We should watch it sometime. That's we should. Probably awesome. Terrible. It's, I was gonna say it's probably terrible, but so good at the same time. Yeah. And then we awesome. should quote it. Yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. No one would understand. And yeah. we'd be that cool. We'd be that cool. <laughs> I hope this episode is that cool. I feel like we can sit here for like four hours easy and just do this. I know. I miss you guys. I know. <laughs> I miss you guys. And the only thing that would make this better is the jacuzzi. Jacuzzi. We could do a jacuzzi podcast. Dude, we could do a jacuzzi podcast. Like the Amanda podcast. show. That would be fun. That would be so cool. And with, because I have the Zoom, we could just like put the stereo mic on too so it gets the bubbles. <laughs> right in the middle. <laughs> you know, you could just mix it to taste. It would be Yeah. Yeah. We should make like another podcast. Yeah. Should make a, a little baby like a, podcast. Like that, a separate one? Like, no, like, like we should just do like a fun banter cast. Mm-hmm. But like, like aside from your. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fun. That would be fun. And we could do whatever we wanted. Yep, we can. Yeah. When are we going to make music? Whenever. That I mean. I need some time. Yeah. Like, I'm too busy being dad most of the time and mm-hmm. trying to figure out how not to go broke. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard when you're spending money. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, well, um, yeah, that was some good banter. Yeah. Because we had to banter. Yeah, we had to banter because it was too hard not to banter. I'm still not sold on Selena yet, but I probably got to see it to believe it. Yeah, the show's not very good, but I like it. No, we, <laughs> you know what? We should just watch the movie one day because the movie's way better than the show. Yeah, the book was better. <laughs> oh, there's a book? No. Oh. <laughs> the book is always better. Oh. <laughs> it's a thing to say if okay. you want to be cool. Yeah. I guess and well read. Cool. The tape was better. The tape was better? Oh my God, the cassette tape. Yeah. But you had to put, you had to like, you had to put the Dolby on and crank the treble, though. Oh. The YouTube video was better. <laughs> remember, like, yeah, that's someday people are going to look back and be like, oh, man, remember YouTube? Oh, remember <laughs> they made a movie out of this YouTube channel, and I liked the channel way better than the movie. Oh, yeah. wow. I remember when Lonely Girl 14 came out. And What's that? We didn't know it was going to happen. What is that? I didn't watch it, but it was like one of the first webisodes. Oh, uh, Lonely Girl fourteen or I can't. I mean, I may oh, not they name did. It right. They did do that. Um, with YouTube, they did a Miranda sings TV show on Netflix. Mm. Miranda sings was a is a giant channel on YouTube. I worked with Amanda Bynes. Yeah, I was on the Amanda show. Oh, you were. Yeah, I doubled Jake Drake. Bell? Drake Bell. Drake, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I slid Drake down. Bell moved to Mexico and now he's famous in Mexico. Awesome. Good for him. <laughs> he did it because he got canceled here or something. And then, and now. Hate when people get canceled. I know. Unless they're dicks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, now he's, canceled, now he's though. famous in Mexico for, I think, making music in Spanish. Wow. He's like Selena. Isn't that cultural appropriation? <laughs> Mm, apparently Wait, is, not is he mexican no <laughs> what the i mean good for him i guess well that's the thing is people he, he actually in, did that the people in mexico don't actually care that like <laughs> I, yeah i mean they just 
they they just want to be entertained. Yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, it's it's Drake Bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to double drink once upon a time. That's funny. I yeah. used to double. I don't know. You don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> She's not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Who else have I doubled? I don't know. That's for another show. Yeah. I have to try and remember that stuff because I know I need to start guesting on other podcasts and that's something I need to do. Yeah, like, you people also are gonna need ask to me about it. Add it to like, your IMDB. Uh, I, I did a, a, a Jacob Black parody once. You mean Twilight? Twilight parody. Mm. <laughs> I skipped Twilight. I don't know very much about it. I didn't know about it until until that parody, so it's okay. What are we eating? <laughs> what are we eating? <laughs> I'm well, not we hungry, were, but I can always eat. We were going to eat pierogies. Yeah. Pyorgies. Is that... What's pero, What's a pierogi? Pyorgi. It's it's kind of like a dumpling, but it's like a Scottish... Is it Scottish? Polish? No, Polish. Polish oh, dumpling. okay. That sounds amazing. They w- are good. amazing. Yeah. Well, we're supposed to be social distancing, so I can't ride in a car with you. That would be breaking the rules. Well, we, yeah, we're probably going to make can... something. Oh, really? Yeah, we... There's nothing good open anymore. <laughs> I don't want to go. Denny's! No. no. <laughs> the hard no. That's the other thing about living in LA and gigging is that at a certain point, like, only Denny's is open, and you're like, oh, man. Okay, Denny's. Coco's closed down. Oh, did it really? That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Cocos Pierogi. was terrible. It wasn't. Yeah, I don't think it was really good. So it was like, okay, Pierogi. but like. <laughs> we have so entered Banterland. Pierogi. <laughs> Pierogi. Okay. Pierogi. Pi- Pierogi. Cokey. Cocos. Rubicon. Cocos was so slow, though. The service was always like. Cocos sucked, but also it was really good. Yeah, the food was good, but it took like 45 minutes to order. I want IHOP. <sighs> Seriously? Yeah. I don't want pancakes. So I don't want anything to do with pancakes. Here's the problem. If we went to IHOP right now, we'd have to get it in a box and take it home. That's terrible. It's there's, there's so cer- terrible. certain things I avoid and right now. They probably use styrofoam. <laughs> you can't. It's not the same experience taking it home for a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's why I don't want to eat out. I just want to make something here because we just got groceries. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Man, jacuzzis. Ugh, but it's cold. Mm-hmm. That's true. It is cold. I want to watch stuff on the Roku. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've been taking advantage of the Roku. Merry Christmas. I, I knew that would be yeah, a well, good now that everybody gift. Daniel, that was an economic move on my part. Daniel <laughs> isn't home, so he's not in his lair. So we can actually enjoy the upstairs. And we can upstairs. actually be upstairs. He's not, he's not vaping cherry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> cherry sauce. <laughs> cherry poop. My wife walks in and she's like, oh God, it smells like a strawberry shortcake doll up here. <laughs> oh, wow. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. But I don't I don't think he he does that kind of vape anymore. He's graduated to a more a more sophisticated vape that doesn't smell like strawberries. That's a great horror film cue that just happened. <laughs> so are we gonna do it? We're gonna talk about haunted things. <laughs> I think ooh, that should be the sound for when we do. Yeah. We should start a, a true crime podcast. <laughs> oh, I hate that stuff. Oh, never mind. I'm like mom. I'm like, ew. I don't want It's gross. funny. You're, you're, you, your mom, your dad, <laughs> and Daniel are all the same when it comes to that stuff. I'm the uh, only one who likes that kind of stuff. It's so weird. And I'm not even a Pisces. <laughs> I want to know, like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I like 
psychological thrillers, but I don't like crime stuff. Really? No, crime stuff or horror stuff or slasher stuff, I'm just not into. I don't like slashers, but I like all of the other stuff. Huh. I don't mind slashers. Slashers just gross me out. It's kind of funny. See, that's, yeah, like, I can't. I'm it, too... no, not like the slasher part of it, but like bad slashers are funny. It's hey, like... everybody, let's split up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, um, what's that one? Cabin Fever? That was pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know. I love hearing true crime because it just reminds you of all the stuff that could happen. And you, I don't know, it teaches you how to be like more aware of your surroundings. You're like, I use this as a textbook to not get abducted. Exactly. <laughs> or like, I use this as a textbook to know that you never let someone take out a life insurance policy on you. <laughs> How funny. to know if your boyfriend's a psychopath. <laughs> exactly. How to know if someone's going to kill you for money. <laughs> yeah. I'll know look. that you know the signs. Yeah, I don't know. I just that I have to believe in like that people are good. Mm. I mean, I know they're bad people, but they're out there somewhere and I'm like not. I'm the type where I'm like, trust nobody until they <laughs> prove that they can be trusted. What's the show that we watch? Like we pretty much Forensic watch. Forensic Files? Yeah, we watch like every episode, I think, or near every episode. Oh, no. And we even notice when they change the intro song, we're like, no, why did they do that? <laughs> It's like ding 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 ding. It anyway. was so bad and so nineties. I love it. It's so good. I love all the tones and like the guitar tones dun, are amazing. Dun, 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 dun. Can you can you pull it up real quick? I do love me some X Files though. I, I is was, that alien I was too stuff? I was too young. It's for more than just alien stuff. I That's remember part Dad used to always watch X Files when we would go on vacation because there would there'd be um. What's it called? Um, Discovery Channel, right? It's on Discovery Channel, isn't it? No, it was on Fox Eleven. Oh no, no, no. See, yeah, you're thinking of like a, you're thinking of like Ancient Aliens or something like that. Yeah. X Files was a TV show. It was Mulder and Scully. It was uh, Julian Julian Anderson, and uh, what's David New Duco- David Duchovny? It's like totally dramatic. Yeah, I was. So it was like all the secret. Oh, it's so good. That is pretty good. Ding, ding, ding. I feel like your guitar sound on your record's kind of inspired by that. <laughs> I love it. So where did the guitar good. tones come from? Oh, we got our inspiration from Forensic Files. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that chorusy, like it's like the di the di sound. Di, yeah. me and my buddies call it the the LA clean. Oh my the god! Clean, yeah. This person commented exactly what Forensic Files is for me. It says my favorite hotel. Sh- hotel room show of all time i love watching this at night in a hotel room and that's what forensic files is for me (laughs) why would you watch it at night in a hotel room because it's always because you hate sleep no i've done it so many times it's always it's always (laughs) on at night in hotel rooms and i used to fall asleep watching forensic files you know what i used to listen to late at night because i'd be driving on a movie set all night Mm -hmm. would be something like at some point um coast to coast am would come on Mm mm-hmm with uh, George Norrie or like Art Bell in the really beginning. And they, they would talk about all the X-Files shit. They talk about like... Yeah, I remember mom and dad used to listen to that on our way up to Big Bear. Yeah, tonight we're going to talk about 
leprechauns. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I saw one outside of my window. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's it was, so It weird. was like, it was this tall and it was, you know, and it's just entertaining. But then some of them, they were like, yeah. And uh, I'm a remote viewer for the secret intelligence agency. And, you know, here's here's what we've done. We were able to locate TWA 800 and see what where it exploded. And, blah, blah, blah. and you're like, really? Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, no, it was crazy. It was like, um, but yeah, no, it's still on, I guess. But yeah, they talk about like, basically they don't rule anything out. So mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of it's bullshit. But like, yeah, yeah. then there's some of the stuff you're like, wait a second. like That might be true. <laughs> weather modification. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> yeah, there was a certain point where I like, I definitely believed in leprechauns. And it was very recently too. <laughs> like today? <laughs> I'm I'm not on my leprechaun kick anymore, <laughs> but I did have a little leprechaun kick there. <laughs> well, did you like, see one? No, I listened to a podcast and they were talking about leprechauns. See, I often wonder about that stuff. Like any psychic phenomenon, it's like also the fact that like you tell someone something and they think about it. Yeah. And that makes it something. So, but yeah, that's a whole nother tangent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but X Files, yeah, X Files is cool. I can't believe you don't know X- about X Files. You guys should watch it. Yeah, I mean, I remember the thought of X Files from my parents watching it, but I was too young to actually know what it was about. X Files was our generation's Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. And Twilight Zone was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. He didn't like it. We talked about this already. Which, I, but did you just? It's see... not that I didn't like it. It's just. I would rather watch something else. Like but I, I think I you get watched it. the wrong episode. Did I get you just it. watched to serve man. No, we watched um, one of the ones we watched was the um, the fortune penny machine. Do you remember that one? No. Where he goes into into the diner and he won't leave the diner because he keeps. He's obsessed with the fortune telling machine. You put a penny in the paper napkin. Um, it was like on top of the paper napkin dispenser. And you put a penny in and it tells you your fortune and he was obsessed with it and he couldn't get away from it. And his wife left him because he was so obsessed with his fortune. It was pretty interesting. It was, it was are, about obs- obsession. I think. Yeah. Some of them are weird. Like yeah. I liked it. I think they're good. I mean, like one of my favorites is the one. Well, it's hard not to spoil it, but like the lady who who like everyone in her world Oh, looks like a pig. Ugly, yeah. yeah. Well, we that, watched yeah. that, and Raul didn't like that episode because he I, thought it was boring. I just, yeah, I get that it was a different time. I don't know. I just, yeah, I television. Get I get it. But it'd be fun to talk. You know, if I do get someone, you know, like my dad's age on the podcast to talk about television growing up, like Dad used to say, like, oh, well, I can remember when we had a black and white TV set, and there were only three channels, and then at seven o'clock, it just shut off. Oh wow! Yeah, like there no was more just nothing to watch. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and so That's I mean, being there at the beginning of TV, like seeing Sputnik fly overhead. I mean, like there, there was some serious, like growing up in the fifties, some serious times, man. Yeah, you yeah. should get them on one of these banter episodes. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about what to, you know, how to how to make it the right direction, but. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, no. I mean, just pull up YouTube. He'll, he'll, he'll go on a tangent. Yeah. I don't know. I, if this banter episodes a thing now, I guess so. I guess it is right now. You have yeah. to just label them banter episodes. Well, that's what I was going to call this. And I was going to let this be the only one, <laughs> <laughs> but this is, this is actually really fun. Yeah. This is really fun. Um, 
Should we should we close it? Maybe. <laughs> but I don't get to talk to anyone anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, didn't you say you wanted to eat? No, I'm not hungry, actually. I was just, you know, it was social eating. <laughs> social eating? It's like, uh, what, what do you call it when your wife's pregnant comfort eating? Yeah, or it's, like... Uh, get, sympathy. Sympathy, sympathy weight. Yeah. Yeah. Sympathy pounds. Sympathy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you end an episode about banter? Do you just like... I think you just stop talking. You just stop the tape? <laughs> yeah. You cut just it. cut it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. And then you put some weird like music outro. Yeah. Yeah. Well that blue stripe did sound better. Yeah, it sounds amazing. That's not, well, it, that ma- was a, it makes my fifty seven sound like a like a you know. Now you're jealous. Yeah, I'm a little bit jealous. Sucks to be I'm, you. I'm having to eat the mic to make it sound halfway decent. Yeah, well, you know, this was a this was a forty five minute mic check. Nice. Oh, this was forty five minutes. I I don't even know. I can't do the math. I think it's longer. If you can't do the math, <laughs> then get out of the equation. Is that Hillary Duff? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I know because I ripped one of your records onto my iPod. Wait, what? One of your CDs. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Queen. If you believe in love after love, after love, after love, after love, I can feel it now inside of me. Okay. Do you sound like Miss Piggy? Here's the weird part. I remember my friend Richard and I were watching TV. We we're watching MTV when Cher's, what was that song with the battleship? And she's like in a thong on a battleship but she's like not young huh i don't know how was that song uh honestly i didn't even it was know the one that she broke she had just broken up with um sunny bono hmm. I, I didn't even know that song was by Cher. life after love is definitely Cher. yeah that was like when she had, the, had her third comeback mm-hmm. wow and like autotune the first time someone purposely abused autotune <laughs> oh yeah yeah she was the pioneer for T Pain. She paved the way for T Pain. Yeah, who can actually <laughs> sing? I heard he was He's on amazing. the Masked Singer and like blew everybody away. He did mm-hmm. a he did an episode on um on a Tiny Desk as well. Amazing. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. All right. Should we let you guys eat? Yeah. Okay. This episode is sponsored by food. By food. By pierogies. Sponsored pierogies. by pierogies. <laughs> I swear I could hear Rawls' tummy growl at one point. Uh, I think that was mine. <laughs> yeah, I think that did happen. I've I've become one with the sofa. Uh, it's time to eat. Well, um, leave everything there. Um, All right, thanks for joining us, Steve. Up. Yeah, thanks for joining. Yeah, I guess my <laughs> name is Steve, huh? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to outro a banter episode. It's too official. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I outroed the episode I because it's here. I'll do it. And goodbye. <laughs> everybody enjoy your pyorgies. And everybody was kung fu fighting. The end. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and God bless. <laughs>